Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Do you have a plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our healthy living coaches, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, as they engage in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovation, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your business and personal navigational skills for ultimate achievement. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, hello, Power Partners. Welcome to our informational playground. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. We are brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity. And we're your hosts. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney. And we are coming to you live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, where we strive to seed, stimulate, and support space for positive, meaningful conversations. We want to catapult you from wishing upon a a star to imagining your dreams as if they've already happened and just to be the star you are. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by the sponsors of the upcoming Pear Festival. That is MB Jesse Painting, Michael Verbrugge Construction, the um, La Miranda Weekly, and also, um, uh, let's see, who was the last one? Oh, so um, many other uh, wonderful la- ones. <laughs> yes, no, I already said La Miranda Weekly, didn't I? Yeah, and then the the Brooks Albright is going to be donating books to us, and this is by Henry Ward. The art of being happy lies in the power of extracting happiness from common things. So that means, you know, it's like just the little things in life that make us happy. Well, in today's show, what we're going to be talking about is superfoods, how greens top the list of healthy options. And we want to make sure that you are eating summer's fresh crop of tasty leaves. So I'm going to give you some of the health benefits and ideas for preparation that you may not have thought of, of some greens that perhaps you don't include in your diet. In segment three, we are going to be talking about my mama muse who has inspired me in the garden for my entire life and we're calling it Alice's Wonderland and I think that uh, you will learn something about how to have a green thumb while having fun in the garden. And right now, Heather's going to be talking about that great headache relief condiment uh, aspirin and how it has many other uses that are equally remarkable. But also, she's going to show us uh, some uh, miscellaneous beauty tips. So, you know, there's a lot of different things that we can use aspirin for. And usually we don't think of them other than when we have a headache or, or aren't feeling that well. So we have a lot to talk about, and we are going to be uh, going into health matters 
right now. But before we do, I just wanted to say thank you. And I know Heather wants to say thank you also to all the people who were so kind in sending prayers and texts and flowers and emails and cards and donations to Be The Star You Are on behalf of my mother as well as her grandmother, Alice. Um, It's been a great loss to us to have her be gone and um, we know that the show must go on. So we're going to carry on in her footsteps. So with that, let me uh, tell Heather to go ahead and start Health Matters and let's talk about aspirin and beauty aids. Yeah, well, as you're just saying, aspirin, I normally just think about it when I have a headache, I'm not feeling too good, you have a fever, but there's so many other little things beyond just ingesting it that are great daily little remedies for little uh, issues we may have going on in our life. So one is to help clear up your skin, to clear pimples, and aspirin's... um, main ingredient is, uh, I may pronounce this wrong, uh, but I believe it's salicylic acid, is that correct? Salicylic? Cynthia? All right. Anyway, so salicylic acid, there's an acid inside um, aspirin uh, that's main ingredient, and what that helps do is it helps with inflammation. So when it comes to your breakout pimples are a result of dirt and grime getting underneath your skin and um, inflaming your skin and causing the pimples. So what you can do uh, to kind of clear the root of all this redness is take one pill, crush it up, and then add just enough water, so about three tablespoons, so it has the consistency of milk, not mayo. So just a little kind of milky water. And then put that on uh, the infected area, you know, wherever your blemishes are, and use that um, right before bedtime. And do that for about three days, and you should see over time that the cells start to dry out, and the inflammation and the redness should go down. So one of those things. Wow, now right that's then, a really, that's a great it. tip, Heather. Have have you tried that? That's a really good one because everybody no, gets you know, a little I will breakout. Honest, in um, my research for this, Christine, I hadn't done any of these things, and now I actually wrote down I need to go buy some aspirin because there's some great uh, little day-to-day things. Another thing is that helps soften uh, calluses. I am definitely someone I have rough and tough heels. It's a big thing in our family, rough hands, rough heels. I have them, too. I have them, too. It's the gardeners. It's because we're bikini gardeners. Bikini gardeners for life. And um, with these calluses, normally at nighttime, I put on this stuff. It's called Bag Bomb. It's this really thick uh, stuff. I love it. It works amazing, but it can kind of get all over places and soak through. and It can kind of be messy. So that's something to keep in mind with carpets. Um, but what you can do to help soften your calluses with aspirin is take about three aspirin, crush them up. Again, this is just crush them into a fine powder consistency. Add one tablespoon of lemon juice and two tablespoons spoons of water. And um, what lemon does is lemon is an acid or an acidic as well, and um, it's going to work almost as an astringent, so to kind of take out the bacteria that could be in there. Um, with that, so you're going to rub that um, on the callus, put it on overnight, put a Band-Aid over it, do that for about two to three days, and uh, by the third day, the skin should start to become uh, really softer, um, and then you'll be able to, uh, with a pumice or one of those little, uh, I don't know, heel sander things, you'll be able to remove the callus, sand it down um, at a more comfortable uh, consistency. Um, another thing, I don't, think I, a, I don't think a Band-Aid will cover mine. I think I'm going to need like a, 
a great big sock or something. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and you could just put socks on. Like when I put these goopy stuff on my heels, I always just put on socks. So that yeah, will help. That's what I do too. That's it helps. Put it on before um, bed. You'll hear a lot of times with remedies, and that goes with lotions and all kinds of various potions um, that things are meant for bedtime. And usually, things that are bedtime are richer and thicker. That thing goes with eye creams that um, they tend to be a little bit more greasier and heavier. And that's because when your skin, um, when you rest at night, you're regenerating new cells. And your skin, because you're not moving, you're just breathing, it absorbs more um, uh, of the, the water from it. So your body just absorbs more um, nutrients of everything at night. So that's why lotions and creams and everything tend to be a bit more heavier. And with that said, too, um, that sometimes they can be messy. So that's why they tend to, to kind of hop into bed. That way, by the time you wake in the morning, these things have absorbed and they're not going to get on your clothes and skin and um, your carpet and all that kind of stuff. Um, another thing so great, I just never even thought about this, but it's for dandruff. We probably have all gotten it sometimes, and it's not, it's just from your skin getting dried out, especially in the summertime that can come from being out in the sun. You can actually sunburn your he- uh, head, which can be very dangerous. Um, we I'll get to a cancer thing in just a moment. But um, you know, just from dry, you know, it could be overuse of products, you know, uh, using blow dryers, things like that that are going to dry out the skin. And as we know, we're not, it's not like our normal skin that we're putting lotion on each day. So what you can do with that, and again, it's the acid that's inside of it, is take, um, uh, take about two pills, crush them up, and then add just enough uh, shampoo so that you have a nice thick lather. Put that in your hair, rub it in for at least 30 seconds. Um, sometimes, you know, I don't know how everyone does their shower things, but I kind of have other things going on. When I put my shampoo on, that's when I'll wash my face, and then I'll brush my teeth, that's and then I put on my too. conditioner, that's when I'll shave my leg. Like, like multi past that time there. Um, and then what will happen is the, the um, aspirin will help absorb um, the dandruff flakes and it will help it just kind of flush right off into the drain instead of on your clothes. Um, so that kind of just, you know, quick little, uh, quick little fix with that. And that will save you money too because um, name brands such as Neutrogena, this is actually um, the main ingredient. Is that acid the same um, silic acid that's inside of aspirin? So save yourself, you know, the $8 shampoo that's, um, that's a T-cell shampoo uh, that you would need for dandruff shampoo and just crush up, you know, every now and then um, a couple of aspirin into your shampoo. And it's safe to do every day if you'd like. Um, just sometimes it can come dry out hair or leave your hair um, a little less lustery. So um, be mindful of what products you put into it. Um, and when I was talking about how uh, one of the causes of dandruff is getting your head sunburned, as we know, sunburns can potentially lead to cancerous cells. And this uh, studies have shown, excuse me, that people that take uh, uh, take aspirin every day are less likely to develop cancer. And they did these studies um, about 20% less likely. Um, they did a study over 15 years of people that uh, took a small daily dose of just 75 milligrams. And I'm not sure if that's just like one. You don't have a pill bottle in front of me at the moment, but I think that could be as low as just one, uh, one uh, pill a day. Um, but it helped... Um, excuse me, that it helped reduce uh, their chances of developing cancer. 
And what happens that is when people take aspirin, as we know, it's going to help. It's an anti-inflammatory, so it's going to thin out the blood. And what also happens when it thins out the blood, your blood is less likely to clot. And with cancer cells, um, there's these fatty kind of cancer cells that start developing in arteries and, and other kind of lingering things within the body. Um, with, uh, with, by taking this aspirin, it thins out the cells, so they're less likely um, to these little platelets to sort of stick to the inside of the blood cells. So it's not a foolproof thing, but you hear that people take daily doses, and that same you know, for heart attack and stroke. And I'm someone that now sometimes when I kind of feel, you know, dizzy, almost when I kind of feel those bad, you know, feelings of, of just like, oh, you know, something hurts and I feel a little nauseous, I take an aspirin, um, and it seems to just kind of calm down, you know, like, my, my, my heart's beating or anything like that. And you hear a lot that um, they recommend that people chew an aspirin in the chance of, uh, having a uh, heart attack, again, because it thins out the blood, um, which is going to make the blood be able to pump um, more easily to get to your body. Something to keep in mind, though, when it comes to aspirin, a lot of people are very big to think, especially after a night of drinking, um, you know, I'll pop a few aspirins, I'll feel better in the morning. The truth is that if you're already intoxicated at that level of dehydration in your body, it isn't, it's a little too late. Um, you can always take it the next day and uh, to help a little, you know, with the pounding headache because it will help with the inflammation and thin it out, but it can actually be dangerous taking um, aspirin and mixing that with alcohol because both things. Oh, well, uh, that's good to know. People need to know that. Yeah. Yeah. Due to the acid well, actually, in there. It's dangerous, to, it's dangerous to mix any medication with alcohol. I think that of might be course. the best of, of course, say, right? and, but um, a lot of people, you know, these things like this happen a lot is because it's not uh, a narcotic. Isn't it? People think they're doing something very innocent, thinking, oh, I'm helping. And a lot of times it can make, it can cause stomach bleeding uh, it, because that's what they do over time is that it can uh, wear out the acid in your stomach lining, which can eventually cause bleeding. Um, but the combination, it can make you very sick. So um, just keep in mind of drinking water while you're, uh, while you're drinking uh, other beverages that might uh, not, be able to, uh, not be able to get you a little hungover there. Um, but, with, um, but with the aspirin, I just wanted to about it thinning your blood is to be careful about that too um, because alcohol can thin out your blood as well. And when you fall down and you have thinned out blood, that's more likely when you're going to bruise or if you get injured, if uh, let's say if, you know, if there's a blood coming out, um, when your blood's thinned out, it's going to make it harder for your blood to clot. So there's potential. Now we're talking if you have a bad accident here, but more likely chance of bleeding out with things or um, getting weaker or losing a lot more blood due to aspirin things. So um, if uh, keep in mind, you know, for, uh, for things like that, if you're traveling, hiking, um, and just to, about aspirin, thinning out your blood there. And one thing to keep in mind, all these great things um, that I'm sure would brighten your day, having a dandruff-free head, uh, softer feet, less likely for cancer, and clear skin is that they've actually had studies showing that uh, aspirin it can help fight depression. And getting back to that oh, main thing there new. again is that the inflammation. And as we know, a lot of times when you have a bad headache, when you have, are in pain, you're irritable. You don't feel good. And a lot of times, headaches are due to inflammation. It's that the body is not getting enough oxygen and blood flow. 
and inflammation can be all throughout our body. Um, but we feel uncomfortable. We don't feel at our best, and that can make us really aggravated and angry. So with taking a daily dose, um, and always consult your doctors because, again, things could be mixed with your other medications or you could, um, you know, things regarding other situations in your life, especially uh, bleeding uh, ulcers or uh, stomach lining bleeding, um, that with this that they believe because um, the blood is a little bit thinner and it's helping with inflammation uh, that people are less likely to have these things with the headaches and um, other things that would cause your day to be not so not so great. But always consult your doctor before you start taking a daily regimen of aspirin. Um, do you have any little tricks or trade, anything special? I didn't have anything that was as cool as this until I read these things. Do you have any little... No, uh, I, that's, I think all of those things are really good. I mean, the only thing that, other than what you said with aspirin, the only thing I'd ever heard or read that, you know, that aspirin did was if you took like a, a baby aspirin a day, it might help with a heart attack, you know, with preventing one. And that if you think you are having a heart attack, definitely take an aspirin immediately because of that whole blood thinning thing that you talked about. But I love the idea that you can make a paste out of it and that it's an anti-inflammatory for so many other things. You know, I imagine it would just, if you, if you even got sunburned or anything, it would probably really help. Yeah, and, that, and actually that uh, one thing, a great little summer hack is you can do the exact same thing for helping to clear pimples by just taking uh, that one, excuse me, uh, one tablet, three tablespoons, so it kind of has that milky consistency, is to put it on mosquito bites. So as you know, mosquito bites, it, that's a little inflammation of the skin. No, red, that's a good one. Put that oh, on wow, one. you it's just really day because I get, I get these huge welts from them. Just huge. And, of course, now there's that Zika, which we'll talk about in another show. Fortunately, we don't have it here in California. But So what does it do when you put a mosquito bite? It does the same thing? It does the exact same to help with the pimples is that you do put it on for a couple of days, you know, just at night, put it put on. Hopefully by the morning time, it should uh, help with that first bite there. But it's just going to reduce the redness and the inflammation of reducing the swelling. So if you have any additional allergies to it, you might want to put on a little of the calamine, but the calamine really just helps with the itch, not to relieve um, the redness or the swelling of it. So the that's a, a little hot feed that you could just put uh, put it on there and... Get rid of that bump. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I'm going to use it for. I like, I like. I think immediately. <laughs> I think immediately because um, it is. It just so you know. When I get mosquito bites, I it's like they last three weeks. Some people they only last a week, but with me, they just seem to last for the longest time, and it drives me absolutely crazy. So I love that idea. Well, those are really all great tips, Heather. So thank you for another inspirational and um, playful and also very, very helpful segment on Health Matters. It's time probably to go ahead and get uh, the websites out there. Most definitely. We want you to check out everything going on with us. Go to BeTheStarYouAre.org as well as StarStyleRadio.com. Well, and when we come back from break, we're going to talk about greens in your diet. And it's so important to get loads and loads of greens. And most people don't get enough. So just stay tuned. We'll be back in a bit. And you're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney. 
Be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, thank you so much for staying with us here on Star Style, Be The Star You Are, brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be The Star You Are, 501c3 charity. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and I am your host and your personal growth coach on this show. And again, if you're just joining us, I do want to give shout-outs not only to my Voice America family, Um, who were so great during this last few weeks when I was really struggling to help my mom survive. But to everyone out there who was so kind to contact uh, me or send notes, um, cards, emails, donations to Be The Star You Are, many, many things. I just want to say that my mom had... The uh, funeral and going away party that she would have loved, over 450 people were in attendance, which is really amazing, especially when you're an older person and most of your friends might have already passed on. So she was very well loved and she really, um, she had a, a terrific, terrific life and you probably, many of you might have seen her on Wheel of Fortune just a couple of months ago. She was the first and only person in history to play Vanna. And she got to say bye-bye at the end. And um, it was just this time last year that she was wave wave surfing behind a boat with my son. So in any case, on to a new horizon. We think that she's pulling hoses and dancing with anybody she can find, probably driving St. Peter nuts at the pearly gates. But again, thank you so much. It's been um, a tough month. 
And um, as I've said to my crew, <laughs> is the show must go on. So we always continue on no matter what. Now, my she was just an amazing, amazing gardener. And the next two segments are really dedicated to gardening and freshness and how to help you be to eat what's fresh and to be healthy. So one of the things that I wanted to start talking about is how to really eat wisely with a fresh crop right from your garden. Now, uh, there's a lot of go-to greens. You go to the grocery store, you pick up lettuce, you know, you might pick up broccoli, uh, you know, maybe some string beans, avocado, that kind of thing. But I want to introduce you to other greens in case you don't already eat them. And because they're incredibly healthy for you, and I'm going to go through some of the nutrients that will help you. Now, one of them is bok choy. Now, if you are Asian or you uh, eat Asian food, I'm sure you are familiar with bok choy. But it is a very, very nutritious uh, and delicious green, and that we really need to eat more of it. It's a cabbage variant, and it's packed with bone-friendly nutrients. It includes calcium, and it's especially well-absorbed for a vegetable source of that mineral. And I love it. You know, I'm used to having it like you order, um, you go to a Chinese restaurant and you have a a soup, and there might be some pieces of bok choy in it. But when I have it, when I grow it or I buy it at the store, I just love to chop it up raw and eat it in my salads. Now, bok choy is low in oxalates, and those are compounds that are present in many leafy greens, and they bind to calcium, and they make it harder for your body to absorb. So two cups of this crunchy, low-calorie veggie can deliver as much calcium as half a glass of milk, plus two cups of raw bok choy provides 80% of your daily dose of vitamin K, and that's needed to bind the calcium to your bones. So um, if you cook it, because vitamin K requires fat for absorption, you actually soak up more of this nutrient by coating your bok choy with a little healthy fat. So you want to maybe saute it or drizzle the leaves with you know, a tablespoon of olive oil, That'll really help. You could grill it in kind of an Asian-inspired salad. Maybe use some um, orange slices and some scallions and maybe a soy ginger vinaigrette. But try bok choy. It's a very pretty vegetable. It has uh, the bottoms of it is white. The top is a very, very green leaf. So just, you know, just a wonderful, wonderful vegetable. Now, one that you may not really think about are dandelions. Now, today I pulled about 10 dandelions from my lawn. Normally, uh, before I started this new special grass seed, I was pulling out literally hundreds every day and feeding them to the quail. But what you want to do is if you can pull out your dandelion greens, as long as they don't have fertilizers or any chemicals on them, you are going to be able to fight off a cold with your di- with your dandelion greens because they're really high in vitamin A. It's a nutrient that keeps the linings of our airways healthy. And it's the first line of defense against bacteria and pathogens that cause the common cold and other respiratory illnesses. So one cup of raw dandelions 
boasts 110% of your daily vitamin A dose. That And your daily vitamin A dose is 5,000 international units. So you are getting more than twice the amount you'd get from the same serving of spinach. And you're getting 10 times more than broccoli. So you may think of dandelion greens as a weed, but don't. Dandelion greens are really high in vitamin C. Now, it's not going to prevent you from catching a cold but can help cut the symptoms, make them go, make a cold shorter. And uh, they also can be a, a bit bitter, you know, if you're cooking them. So you want to blanch them first for maybe five minutes in salted water, and that's going to tame their bite. And then saute them in some olive oil with garlic and maybe red pepper and uh, top with Parmesan cheese. I mean, it's, they are very, very good. So if you have dandelions and they have a little yellow flower, you can eat the flower as well growing in your garden or your lawn. Don't put them in the compost pile or don't feed them to the birds as I often did. Just go and add them to your diet. I think you're going to be uh, really, really happy. So eat more chard. Uh, Delivering um, nearly four grams of fiber per cooked cup Swiss chard shows um, that it is uh, one of these vegetables that can actually fend off diabetes because it slows the rate at which carbohydrates enter your bloodstream. It prevents blood sugar dips and spikes. And this plant is a top source of magnesium. If you cook a cup of it, It gives you more than a third of your daily needs. So it's a mineral that helps your body use the glucose-regulating hormone insulin very effectively. Chard also contains um, astringic acid. That's a subset that blocks the breakdown of starch into sugars, and it helps regulate blood sugar levels. Given that most of us get only half the fiber and less than two-thirds of the magnesium we need, Chard is such a great source of blood sugar balancing nutrients. So you can cook it. And you know what uh, What could be really good, and I've done this, and I actually do it with bok choy as well, is if you're making a pizza or a flatbed, a flatbed, a, a flat bread, all you have to do is chop some on top. And you can sab- saute a whole bunch of the stemmed chard leaves in olive oil. You're going to hear me say olive oil and garlic just about with everything because that's what I do. I'm always sautéing. I always use olive oil and it's just so good. And then you just scatter the greens over your pizza crust along with some sautéed onions and your cheese and then bake it and you are good to go. Uh, Leeks. Now, leeks are another thing. I grow them, but I also buy them when I don't have them in my garden and they actually protect your heart. They are a member of the onion family, and it's loaded with flavanols. And these are compounds that work to keep your blood vessels flexible. And what that means is that leeks actually can prevent blood clots that could lead to a heart attack. So one flavanol in particular, it's called camphorol. It's especially heart-friendly. And several studies, including one that was published in the American Journal of Epidemiology report, that people who consume the most of the camphorol-containing foods are the least likely to die from heart disease. And leeks have a lot of this uh, camphorol in it. So they're also rich in vitamin B, a vitamin um, which is a folate, vitamin B folate. And that's also important to protect your ticker. Now, 
Cooking leeks, uh, you know, leeks are, it's very interesting. I was just reading some of Jacques Pepin's, uh, the French cook who was really good friends with Julia Child, um, some of his recipes. And he was saying that when he grew up, leeks were considered the poor man's asparagus because even though they, um, you know, they were in the onion family, they have such a mild flavor. And when they're cut in a certain way, they, they just have this really wonderful, wonderful flavor. So in any case, you can finely chop leeks, and they're so great in almost any recipe, wherever you need a little bit of the onion flavor. And I use both the white and the green portions. Or you can cook the whole leeks French style, because what they do is they braise them slowly in a small amount of liquid. And Jacques Pepin, he always says just a little bit of water, and then, or maybe it could be chicken stock, uh, you know, chicken stock or vegetable stock if you have that. And then you toss them with like a mustard vinaigrette and a chopped hard-boiled egg. So that is something that is really uh, another really uh, great tip that I think that you will like. You know, and now's the time. Greens are here. They're really fresh. They're nutritious. It's the perfect time to reacquaint yourself with nature's just astonishing variety of edible shoots and leaves and and pods. And, you know, I know kale is like the in thing right now, but I didn't put kale on this list because everybody has been talking about kale. It's been like the in vegetable or the in green for the last few years. And it's fabulous, so don't get me wrong. Continue using it, continue eating it. But I think, you know, a lot of people are going, okay, you're going to talk to me about kale again. But just remember that all of these... these, these leaves that I'm talking about, they are cancer preventing, they have folate, they're antioxidant, they're bone building with vitamin K, they have vitamins A and C for strong immune system. All of this is really great news uh, if you don't like kale <laughs> because uh, no matter how trendy those kale smoothies are, which I'm not a fan of, by the way, I love them in soups, uh, there's only so much you can eat. So let's have some of these other vegetables that are also are going to help you be strong and lean and disease-free. And you are, there's a lot of absolutely delicious recipes. So something else that I like is watercress. Now, I do have a couple of creeks on my property, so I do get watercress. And if you don't uh, have watercress, you can actually buy it in the store. But there are so many uh, great recipes with it. And again, most of them are um, that they have, they have olive oil, you know, as part of it. But I also like using like a red bell pepper, a ripe avocado, some corn kernels. And then you can dress it with kind of a honey um, berry dressing and Dijon mustard. It's very pretty and it's really delicious. And uh, you can also, you know, add some seeds to it if you want, if you like, or some nuts if you want to put some almonds just for a little, you know, a little bit more uh, protein in it. That would be really good. So arugula. Now, arugula, as Dame Edna would say, arugula is actually probably one of my absolute favorite greens. And it, you know, they always have said that uh, it's also called rocket, rocket lettuce. Um, arugula supposedly rocks your workout. Probably, it supposedly really helps you get ready 
for a strong workout because ounce for ounce, arugula provides more nitrates than any other top veggie source, even more than rhubarb or celery or even spinach. So what does that mean for you? So what nitrates do is they relax the blood vessels. They lower your blood pressure. They accelerate the blood flow so energizing oxygen is delivered to the cells throughout your body more efficiently. And as a result, if you are working out or you're like me in the garden and you're hauling gravel, you're going to feel like it's going a little bit easier. And it also reduces your muscles' need for oxygen during this time that you're really exercising and you don't tire as quickly. Uh, People who do like bicycling, who ate vegetables rich in nitrogen, I mean in nitrates, they cut their oxygen consumption by 5% and they increased their muscle efficiency by 7%. And that was according to a Swedish study. So that's a really very cool thing. Now, because it's usually sold with the roots intact, arugula is usually kind of dirty. So you have to give it a really good washing. And what I do is I usually put it in a bowl and I soak it and I, I use that. Then I take that water that's dirty and I pour it in my plants outside. And then I do this several times until the water is absolutely clean, cut off the roots. And then I get going. I just love putting it. I just put a huge handful on almost everything I eat. You can have it on sandwiches. You can put it on top of pasta, put it on meats. Uh, or you can even cook it if you want. You can toss it in the hot pasta, again, with that olive oil, a little bit of lemon zest. And um, or you can just stir it into anything that you want. But I think that you will definitely, definitely enjoy that. So another thing that I want to leave you with, and most people know about this one, and I think people really do love it, are asparagus. Um, you can improve your digestion the more asparagus that you that you eat. But you always want to try to get the most tender, thin green stalks. Because they are rich in inulin, which is a unique kind of fiber. It doesn't break down in our digestive systems until it arrives at the large intestine. And then once there, it feeds the beneficial bacteria that keeps your intestine healthy. And it, keeps, uh, it helps your body absorb more nutrients. Now, asparagus is also rich in vitamin A and lutein. And those are all beneficial to what? Eye health. So it's not just carrots that can help you have good, uh, good health. Now, uh, asparagus spoils really quickly. So to keep it fresh, you want to wrap the spears in like a damp paper towel and then keep them refrigerated and then eat them within a couple of days. And one of the easiest way to prepare asparagus is just to oven roast it, which will also intensify the flavor. You can uh, trim the asparagus and toss it with, you know, more olive oil, <laughs> a tablespoon or two. Add a little bit of sea salt, black pepper, and then just put it on a baking sheet and um, like at 400 for about 15 minutes. Sprinkle some shaved Parmesan on top or chop and just top it, you know, toss it into a frittata and you are good to go. And I think you will really love it. The last thing I wanted to uh, talk to you about would be peas and pea pods. So many people are familiar with peas, and I know as kids, a lot of people didn't want to eat their peas and carrots, but peas are incredibly, incredibly good for you. And what many people don't know, if you're growing peas, it's they're really a pretty plant. They have really pretty kind of um, flowers that look like, um, um, let's see, what, well, they're kind of snapdragon 
well, they look like sweet peas, if you've ever seen sweet peas, but they're tiny. And you can eat the leaves and you can eat the whole pods. I rarely can get the pods into the kitchen because I usually just eat them in the garden. But just know that these are all incredibly good for you. So the next time that you want to plant something that will be pretty in your garden, and hopefully you can just do it in a container, plant some bok choy, plant some uh, Swiss chard, pick your dandelion greens from your yard. They're weeds, but they're good for you. Plant some leeks and plant some arugula and some peas. Asparagus, you could plant it, but it takes five years. I'm I'm I really don't I don't grow it. I just go and buy it at the store when it's in season. So there you have it. A fresh crop, uh, a crop uh, branching out from the usual go-to greens and these tasty superfoods are going to really help you be healthier and happier and really spark your taste buds. So enjoy. Well, when we come back from break, we're going to go into Alice's Wonderland. So don't go away. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are, and I'll be back in a bit. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. What can we do to protect our businesses from internal fraud without destroying employee morale? Most fraud happens in small businesses that lack sophisticated controls. Two key elements are to separate the duties and to stay involved. Don't put individuals who may have financial difficulties in charge of money. Be cautious of the employee who never wants to take time off or have a vacation. Establish a system of checks and balances so that cash and checks are deposited directly into the business account. Try to at least review your bank reconciliations to make sure that they add up. At some point in your business life, you're probably going to have to deal with employee dishonesty. But if you are aware of the dangers, you'll be able to find solutions before you have an expensive problem. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's 925-377-7827 to book a coaching or consultation today. Be the star you are. The star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. Bethestarur.org. Dare to care. You are. 
Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, we are back. And yes, it's like show business. As I said, the show must go on. Well, Mother Teresa said, let no one ever come to you without leaving better and happier. Every artist has her or her her muse, a person who inspires, motivates, and encourages creativity. Leonardo had Lisa, Quentin has Uma, Mother Teresa had God, and I credit my mother, Alice, with being my gardening artiste. And from the time that I could toddle, I was following her around our expansive gardens, planted for both the edibles and the pretties. And when she and my dad first moved to their house, built at the turn of the 20th century, on the 368-acre ranch in the middle of the boondocks, it was surrounded by brambles, blackberry bushes, and poison oak. And little by little, she painstakingly transformed that prickly jungle into a playful park planted with a myriad of beautiful flowers, herbs, trees, grasses, fruits, and vegetables. Oh, I can still smell the sweet fragrance of the spring soil as we tilled the plots designated as the vegetable garden. Mom would start uh, plants of tomatoes and peppers and cucumbers and zucchini. She'd add bush beans, string beans, eggplant, and whatever ever vegetable caught her fancy for that particular year. We five kids would be given seeds. We were getting radishes, beets, corn, carrots, turnips, squash, and even melons to plant as we wished. Now, onions, leeks, garlic, and Swiss chard seemed to be in abundance year-round, as did a big patch of culinary herbs, our favorites being basil, mustard, chives, dill, fennel, parsley, oregano, marjoram, mints, rosemary, sage, tarragon, and thyme. Now, we did not have an automatic irrigation system, so all of us were responsible for daily watering pulling hoses for long distances, as mom always did. She showed us how to plant rows, squares, circles, how to soak each plant plentifully, what to weed and what not to touch. We couldn't wait until summer when the first tomato ripened. With a handful of basil, we'd bite into the juicy goodness right there in the garden. Now, one August, she grew a five-pound tomato. She took it to the county fair. She won a big prize. And then she carried it around to multiple events, exhibiting its enormity to anyone interested until, of course, it absolutely rotted. Now, long before the trend of farm-to-table, my mom cooked what was freshest and harvested that day. We only ate what was in season, or in the winter months, what we canned during the summer. Now, to this day, I absolutely will not eat a tomato, grapes, or oranges out of season. I, you know, it may sound like I'm a snob, but here's what I figure. Why bother? They taste like chalk. Only vine-ripened fruit and vegetables have the flavor that transport me to the joys of childhood on the farm. And what blissful days they were. But it wasn't only the vegetable and herb gardening techniques that she was imparting. Mom also instilled in us a wistful, playful attitude in the art of gardening. 
Gardens are an extension of your personality, she used to always tell us. And her gardens were wild, they were fun, they were surprising, they were eclectic, and they were inviting. Tucked into ravines would be antique stoves with antiquated rusting teapots overflowing with succulents. When we outgrew our swing set, she turned it into a hanging pot canopy. It was accessed by a wooden bridge over a dry creek that was flanked by palm trees. She had gazing balls and clay piglets and hummingbird feeders, and they all dotted the landscape. Her favorite garden ornaments was a bargain purchase bought for her by my brother decades ago, and it was a Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And I'll never forget the story that happened a couple of years ago because it still makes me laugh. And I actually talked about it in her eulogy. We were all on a houseboat up in Lake Shasta. And my mom had this crazy thing of always fulliness. You know, she would say she was going to bed. And then 30 minutes later, she would pop around a corner and she'd say, I'm back. I fooled you all. I'll sleep when I'm dead. And then she would sit down and hold court again and tell us really funny stories. Well, this one story was we were talking about bargain hunting. And she was insistent that my brother David was the best bargain hunter ever. And I said to her, Well, um, you know, mom, that was a long time ago. And she said, well, he was able to buy her garden ornaments, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, for only $100. said, mom, that was in 1975. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs were really, I mean, that's really expensive, $100 in 1975. And she retorted with, well, you go out and try to buy Seven Dwarfs and Snow White for $100. And the way she said it, I mean, it was just, I guess you might have had to be there, but it was really pretty funny. Anyway, she decorates the garden for all of the holidays, and Christmas is the grand finale. It's an extravaganza of sound and light, and it rivals Disneyland. And as an adult, our main conversations have always revolved around plants. We would stroll together through our mutual playgrounds, admiring and consulting. And I am so grateful for the horticultural acumen that she liberally passed on to all of us. And although there wasn't a kindergarten where I grew up, I learned everything I needed to know about life in my mother's garden. So here's a few things that I learned from my mother muse that I think will be helpful for you. Be an original. You can reference Pinterest, but when it comes to your own personal style, do what you love. Surprise yourself. Don't follow the rules because there are no rules in the garden except those you create yourself. Love the birds. My mom has hung bird feeders and bird houses in every cranny for her feathered friends. She even has a bird tree. Birds eat the insects that prey on her flowers, plus their melodic songs are music to her ears, and their playful antics make bird watching an amusing pastime. Encourage eccentricity. If you don't feel happy in your backyard, no one else will either. So be playful. Add unexpected treasures that may be another person's trash. Just capture the charm. And share the bounty. One of my mom's most sacred rituals was sharing the harvest of everything we grew with everyone she knew. Her doctor, her dentist, her priest, her hairdresser, bank teller, repairman, even other farmers. Be a cheerful giver. Grow everything. It can be boring to stick to just a few specimens. Give it a whirl. Experiment with the exotic as well as the mundane. Whether it's a new breed of ever-blooming azalea, a delicate peach begonia, or a hearty lavender trumpet vine, 
brave the unknown. Color your world. Although you may start out with a strict color palette, be an artiste. Volunteers revert to their original color according to Mother Nature's whims, so just enjoy the rainbow. Provide places to relax. Gardeners work hard. Make sure to include comfortable sitting and lounging areas for you and your guests. Believe in magic. A garden is a lesson in miracles and magic. So embrace the whimsy and the mysterious and have fun. And pull hoses. You may have a drip or other irrigation system, but you're going to need that humble hose to get to every corner. And make people happy. With her outgoing, enthusiastic personality, always ready for the next dance, my mother always lit up a room, including the outdoor variety. So when your table features fresh fruits and vegetables that you have personally grown, you can be certain that you're providing the highest nourishment for your family and friends, helping everyone to be happier and healthier. And leave a living legacy. A garden is to grow. Every garden is different, reflecting the individuality of the gardener. Family is everything and bloom with love. So everyone who has ever experienced the gardening hospitality of my mother, Alice, has left feeling better and happier. Let the wisdom of my generous garden guide muse inspire you to be the best gardener possible. You also can have an Alice's Wonderland. So happy gardening and happy growing. And of course, thanks, Mom, for all the life lessons. And thank you all for joining me here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on the Voice America Network. Heather and I come to you live, and we are always thrilled to bring you the latest news, some things you've never heard about, and hopefully we can change your life Make your dreams come true and keep you happy and healthy. To make a donation to Be The Star You Are charity, visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. If you'd like to find out more about Star Style Productions or how I can personally help you with coaching, visit CynthiaBryan.com or you can email us, Cynthia at Star-Style.com. Thank you to my incredible Voice America crew, for helping this radio show shine every single week. Our aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. So see beyond your physical being and know that you are already the star. And until next week, when we celebrate once again, remember, love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan for Star Style. I thank you and encourage you to always be the star you are. Have a wonderful week. Dream, create, inspire, make a difference, and hug somebody today. Always love and be kind. Thanks for joining me. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. 
take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.